Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. What's up, everyone? My name is Quinn Amorm, and I am a internet entrepreneur. Most of you, when you hear the, these words, internet entrepreneur, you automatically associate it with somebody that's probably been in business for a couple years. In my case, it's a little bit different. Uh, I have been doing e-commerce since 1997. So uh, I currently, I sell on Amazon. I create private label products. I own a social media marketing agency. I own a part of a kitchen cabinet business. I host two podcasts. So if you're listening to this, you're listening to at least one of them. And everything may sound good, and it probably sounds like life is great, life is easy. But in reality, things have been hard, and sometimes they still get hard. And uh, well, this, this didn't sound <laughs> too good, but you know what I mean. So and some of you probably already know my story. I've told the story a few times bits and pieces here if you follow the podcast I started selling products online in 1997 I was drop shipping and this was at least 10 years before most people even learned the word drop shipping right in 1997 you did not hear too many people talking if anybody ever talking about drop shipping and a lot of people well, still didn't even have uh, stable uh, internet connection well I didn't at the time either so anyway I was selling on eBay eBay.com uh, and and I sold up until well until recently but then in 2007 that's when I bought my first website and I didn't know anything about coding I didn't know anything about programming I didn't know how to design or build a website I didn't know anything I just saw there was one website for sale I wanted to buy it and I did uh, but because uh, I had so many issues with that website uh, so many problems it broke so often that um, I ended up having to learn how to build websites fix PHP learn HTML all of this just because I was trying to fix fix my own and you know uh, the, the money was limited so I didn't want to pay uh, somebody to do it and I just tried to do everything myself and I started learning like slowly learn everything right I'm no expert at PHP HTML but I, I could fix things and I ended up uh, I still own that website by the way uh, it's a viral video website it has nothing to do with e-commerce the only reason I wanted it was really to put some AdSense, some Google AdSense in there, which is the Google advertising. And I was hoping, you know, to make a small fortune with that. And anyway, it kept breaking on me. So then 2007 to 2010, I because of that, I started building websites like crazy when I learned that this could be done. And the software back then to build websites was Dreamweaver. And it was, everything was very manual process. Everything had to be done, you know, step by step. Not like nowadays, uh, if I want a website, it takes me a half hour. I just go to Shopify.com 
and I start my e-commerce store on Shopify or I get a script of an existing store you know I just launch it into my server in half hour I'll have a store ready right it's uh, everything is a lot different now so but back then I start building websites I build one about my city I build blogs lots of blogs like blogs about wine fitness blogs juicing websites membership sites I had a couple YouTube clones several like several insurance blogs forex blogs I had websites to sell websites and I started trying to sell my own selling other people's websites you name it anything you can think of and I had it uh, and I got so many websites so many blogs that I got my own servers for hosting since I ended up having 120 domains and about 85 of those I turned them into websites and they were all live websites at one time and I was running them all by myself no no admins no no VAs anything right till then and then 2010 I jumped into drop shipping again but this time with more expensive items right so bigger items we're talking about six hundred dollars five six seven hundred dollars and I think first week after I try this again um, I made about four thousand dollars in the first week and I figured well this is this is it I wasn't really in love with the process everything was manual back then right uh, what I would do would I would get pictures from my manufacturer I'd post them on my website or create descriptions I would make up a price you know um, triple whatever the price was from from China and this was DHgate at the time it wasn't even uh, Alibaba or anything like that or Aliexpress it was DHgate at the time and then every time somebody would buy one I would message the manufacturer I would email them one by one give them the order uh, give them my customers address all this through email and you know and then pay them their share of the sale as well and I realized this it was not scalable of course it wasn't scalable it was just me it was doing everything manual and and I was not in love with the process and this is when I hired my first VA so I hired a VA um, what was the name of the company back then um, it's today it's it's called Upwork but back then it was um, I can't remember it at the time but back anyway it's Upwork today and ended up being bought uh, three companies got together and now they merge into Upwork uh, so if you if you remember what the name was maybe um send put on a, a comment on on the on the podcast here then um, I heard my first VA and what I didn't know was that my VA uh, was slowly building the exact same business I had he was building it for himself and then mine of course ended up falling and meanwhile I was in in the in the back I was all over the place I had a six-figure job in the oil industry and I was spending about 12 hours a day in this job and, and I really enjoyed it at the beginning and it was in a remote remote location where I did not have any entrepreneurs to surround myself with I ended up spending all my free time playing video games. I, slowly, I, I let everything go to shit. Um, really, it was like 
to be honest, I got to a point where I would rather be inside my computer than in real life. And that, of course, affected my real life. I had a life, and because I didn't know there was something wrong with me, I never tried to fix it, right? I, it ended up ruining my relationship I had at the time. I had to sell one of my houses because at the time I I was paying $1.5 million in, in mortgages for, for three homes that I had at the time. And like I said, I didn't know there was anything wrong with me. I never tried to fix it. I never got it diagnosed. Diagnosed. I um, I didn't know if I had depression. I never found out if I had any other problem. Right. I, I never looked into it. And even though uh, I wasn't aware, but everything I I built until then was slowly being destroyed. And now, believe it or not, the thing that ended up saving me from all of this, and I really don't know what happened, why I got lost so much. But what ended up saving me was something that destroyed thousands and thousands of people's homes and billions of dollars in damage. That Those billions of dollars in damage, and I said billions with a B, that's what ended up, you know, saving me. It was the fact that my city was involved in the biggest disaster in, in Canadian history or the most expensive natural disaster in Canadian history. There was a huge fire that burned through the city and, pardon me, the entire city had this mandatory evacuation. And if if you think this sounds insane, it really was. Like the entire city was jammed solid, gridlock traffic. We couldn't go anywhere. There was houses burning. The forests were burning over the highway. There were people driving in the wrong directions, driving over sidewalks, through gardens. There was hours, hours, many hours of lineups at gas stations because people, the nearest city to where we were was 500 kilometers away, between five, 600 kilometers away from where we were. So if you want to get down that highway to escape the fire, you need to have a fuel, a full fuel uh, tank full of fuel, right? And the most shocking thing for, for me during that situation was actually turning on the radio and to, to know what was going on, what what was happening. And all I could hear was, you know, an alarm going in the radio station and a recording saying, this is an unmanned radio station. The entire city is in, in a mandatory evacuation. Leave the city now. And then this would repeat over and over the same thing. This is an unmanned radio station. And this was in real life something that I had seen in movies. And it was like this is happening to me. It was so surreal. And yeah, it was completely crazy. But after escaping the fire, the government didn't allow us to go back home for 45 days. Yep, so 45 days, nobody could enter the city unless they were part of emergency crews or, you know, everything. It was the emergency crews. So for 45 days, I ended up traveling around Canada. And we met some amazing people that ended up becoming like our family. Uh, We visited attractions all over Canada. And I drove 9,000 kilometers in this small rental car. Uh, the reason why I have the rental car was like 
I have a 32 foot camper and I ha I was getting my camper ready to go camping that weekend so I had the pickup truck hook up to the camper and the fuel was low on that pickup and since we couldn't go to the gas station I could not take the camper out I could not take the pickup truck so I ended up taking the, the GMC the, the SUV because it was the one that had the, the fullest fuel tank we took our GMC and uh, when we were trying to escape the city the police directed us to go north and north basically you can drive for uh, an hour or so and then it, there, there's no end right this is a remote area where we are like I said the nearest city is uh, 500 kilometers south and to the north there's nothing so I ended up driving an hour up north and I stayed there for a couple days and and they're leaving the the SUV up there because there's an airline there that belongs to Shell, the the oil giant giant. And uh, Shell flew us on one of their planes to the nearest city, which at this point was about 600 kilometers away. And then when we landed on that next city, that's where we got this rental and started our, our journey there. And during these days, these 45 days that I was away. I ended up breaking all my routines, all the bad routines that I, I had built up and I didn't live inside my computer anymore. I started noticing again how beautiful my wife was and still is and I started playing in the parks with my kids because I had 24 hours free time every day and at the time I only had one kid so it was playing with, I said playing with my kids but playing with my kid because I only had one and during these days I also developed this insatiable passion for learning I started consuming podcasts documentaries audiobooks and and I made some serious decisions in my life so I, I decided to quit my six-figure job in the oil industry I decided to move to a new city rent out my house I uh, decided to sell another one of my houses um, and I decided to really focus on some private label brands that that I had and I started developing more uh, private label brands and of course selling them on Amazon and then suddenly everything was like so clear to me uh, I felt like I don't know if you watched the movie Limitless I felt like I was on the limitless pill I felt like watching TV was a waste of time unless it was a Netflix documentary or I could learn something uh, I put in waterproof speakers inside the shower just so I could keep learning even when I was washing or taking a shower um, you know uh, I kept hearing that you're the sum of the top five people you spend your time with so because of that I decided to start joining masterminds and then start eliminating all the negative people from my life as well and if you didn't know this this is a hundred percent true you will become the sum of the people you hung out with the most so try to hang out with people who who already achieved what you want or positive happy people entrepreneurial smart passionate people and have you ever heard of watched you know those movies where someone almost dies and then um, something really serious happens to these people and they start seeing the world in a different way or they start living 
completely different because of, because of what happened to them. So I felt exactly that way, but I didn't I almost die. Um, everything was so different from that point on, but you know, nothing besides, I don't know if that really, if that fire thing, if it did affect me somehow, but I, I felt more free, everything was different. And I used to judge people before, I used to judge people about everything. And nowadays, if that happens, I try to stop myself every time. I try to see the positive things. I try to see the good side in everyone. You know, like we're we're all someone's kids. We all have parents. We're all we are parents. The person that I was judging is someone's kid or someone's parent. Uh, you know, I try to stop myself, and I do stop myself every time now. And I just use my my mind and my time for positive things, you know, like helping people launch businesses, launch e-commerce sites, Facebook ad campaigns, and raising my happy and healthy family. And, you know, this is my story. This is part of the story. Of course, I have limited time um, to tell the story here, but because my life has been a long one. But I'm just trying to let it out there where I'm coming from and how things are not always easy. And of course, uh, by now you've noticed that as well. Life is not always easy. But a lot of people say life is what you make of it. And it's true. It's true. We don't need to know the future. We can build our own futures. And staying positive, being positive, being happy and having positive thoughts is more powerful it's more powerful than anything i knew it's just it's an amazing feeling being positive and being able to stay happy in almost any circumstances so that's my message i hope you appreciate it i hope you enjoy the podcast if you do uh, i would appreciate if you could leave me some feedback leave me a review on itunes google play wherever it is that you're listening Please go ahead, leave me a review, and if you want to contact me or, you know, leave me a message, you know where to find me, go to the podcast, if you're listening to this, to the QA Selling Online, it's QASellingOnline.com, or if you want, you can go to the FailFastPodcast.com, either one of the podcasts will have a contact form, and all of those messages come directly to me. They may not come directly to me, but every single one will come to me, forward to me. So that's it. I appreciate you so much and um, have a great day. <laughs>